had a weird dream last night. This this totally might not be usable. I haven't actually spoken it out loud, so we'll see how this goes. Well, this is the cold open now. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I had a weird dream last night that it was, you know, like it, things just don't quite make sense, but you know kind of what's going on. And basically, there was a Marvel DC crossover going on. Okay. And they were meeting kind of in quote unquote real life. And it was on the edge of a lake or an ocean. So there's like these waves and coming up to a really rocky shore and some of the the shore had like caves in them and stuff and i i knew just by the sense that the other heroes had come ashore over there but i'm watching this and i see thor has like quietly come ashore and and you don't even see him it's like it's <laughs> it's like i often have dreams that are like movies so it's like it's not revealed yet what he looks like so he goes into this like cave that's just off the water but following him is superman and it's not just superman it's christopher reeve superman oh my god and he's yes. like up to his up to his super nipples in water and he's like following along like obviously trying to stealthily follow where thor is going and he goes inside and it's like they have the sudden face off and thor's kind of coming out of the shadows and they're about to like, it's, are they going to fight? What's going to go on? And Thor stands up, and you see actually how big he is. And so Superman goes to do something. Thor hits him once, and he knocks him back. Just as I jump in and go, whoa, guys, come on. Let's all get along. And I kind of, like, put myself in between, and I'm pushing them back. And then all of a sudden, the tone changes. And I lean over, and I caress christopher reeve's face and i said <laughs> you guys should just kiss oh my i mean this is um fan fiction <laughs> and then i woke up and then i woke up and your well. sheets were so soiled <laughs> <laughs> this may appear to be only monkey business but in reality it's very serious ladies zero issues comic podcast zero Issues Comic Podcast! Excelsior! If I had the same dream, what would happen is that, like, Green Arrow would just, like, I'd be like, run over to see what was going on. It's like, I'm gonna meet Thor! And Green Arrow would be like, I told you to stay in the car! Black Canary, and you're like, oh my god, I'm wearing the fishnets. Ah, I And mean, I look pretty good. I look pretty they're good. They're probably pretty comfortable, frankly. You get a weird tan, though. <laughs> or a cool yeah. tan, or an amazing tan. Yeah. yeah. You know what? That's also true. Who, who are we? <laughs> <laughs> did, did we start the show? I'm Merc. I'm Kyle. And I'm Bry. I want to leave all of this in. That's the sad part. I'm like, no cuts. None whatsoever. <laughs> no editing. No editing. <laughs> that sounds easy. Anyone could do that. Let's let's just go to the news. What if we went to the news? Current Zero News Flash. So the big news in the comic industry um, is the arrival, I don't know, of Substack. Substack, which... I'll be honest, I did I hadn't even heard the name yeah. a month ago. I don't think I even it wasn't even on my radar at all. Right. Uh Substack Comics is actually it's digital comics. Uh they are they've been around for four years and they're subscription based. 
So yeah, they originally started for like newsletters and things. So you would subscribe and pay that, and then those would be delivered to you uh, digitally. So now I, I'm assuming they've done some comics before. I haven't really seen anything they've done at all. Like I said, I just heard about it, but um, it has been announced that they have, in the past very short while, have snagged a bunch of big names that are all either jumping ship completely or like dual things, like doing big stuff, like a DC and Marvel or whatever, and this too. Um, names like Scotty Young, who is going to continue, is going to relaunch. I Hate Fairyland, James Tinian Fourth, who is from Batman, Molly Knox uh, Osterte, Scott Snyder, Jonathan Hickman, Chip Zdarsky, Saladin Ahmed. Big so names. Pretty big names. Um, and I kind of looked into it. I was like, I'm curious, what is this? Like, and that's when I kind of saw it. More subscription-based, and they originally started as newsletters, but uh, in terms of creators, it's, I guess, free for the creators to use as a service. So it's a very accessible service for them to create and, and get stuff out there. Well, they, And they, they have uh, an often, I mean, at least in some of the deals we're hearing about, have like full ownership. They don't have any like IP publishing rights, none of that. I mean, it's totally, totally creator owned. Yep, yeah. Yeah. So um, but then I was thinking, OK, so what's the difference then image? really, and a couple of others that are, have creator-owned wow. stuff. Mm -hmm. um, I guess, and I'm not sure the inner dealings of it, but I guess Substack does take a cut of the subscription fee, but that's all they take. Right. Uh, so it's kind of Patreon-like, so you're putting most of your money towards the creators. Um, and I was wondering, okay, are we, is this strictly digital? They themselves are digital, but it looks like a lot of the creators might do digital first and then go to print. But when it goes to print, then it goes to print via like image or boom or whoever yeah. oh, kind of picks oh, that side. So, so it's so. like a digital first sort of thing. And I mean, yeah. I mean, all yeah. the publishers are doing that now. Like DC is doing that a ton where they have like digital first and then then do a print version, knowing that that's yeah. probably the best way that they can maximize their audience mm -hmm. because like the print collectors aren't aren't going to not collect it in print. Like I'm going to do that with a few things coming up. I'm like, well, I want to physically own that. But yeah, but but increasingly like there, that's almost an afterthought. <laughs> You get it later. It's it's interesting that that this is like officially a thing now where like it's been, you know, Brian and I have been on this model for fucking a decade sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and this is the weird thing. So I was like, okay, is this maybe it's just on a bigger scale with bigger names or what is this? Oh my god, it's kind of being touted as like, oh, it's going to revamp the industry because there has been a lot of uh pushback especially with Disney and, and DC stuff going to movies and then they make a fucking billion dollars. Yeah. And then the creators go, hey, here's a check for five grand. Thanks for coming. You did. We didn't even have to do that, but we're going to be nice and give you $5,000 for taking all the stuff you created and making an entire franchise out of yeah. it. But there uh, apparently is some pushback and some criticism of yes, uh, Substack already. Yes, there indeed is. There's apparently... Yeah, uh, some offensive and divisive creators uh, and newsletters and stuff, some like transphobic things and alt-right things. Yeah. It's basically, it's like, uh, I don't know, like, I don't want to say like 4chan, but like it, you just have free reign. They do not edit things. They don't oversee yeah. it. If you want to do this and you want to get someone to give you money, they'll service it. 
and then the newsletters go out. So there's some alt-right and transphobe stuff that have come and out. Much, much like you said, though, there's a lot of, like, again, it was a, it's a slow thing to sort of stop that kind of, you know, to have any sort of um, oversight with any kind of crowdfunder or social media platform, which this is really more based on than in a traditional publisher in any sense. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, like it's, you know, it might be one of those things that works out over time, but I mean, like, it is definitely something to, you know, keep in mind because you don't really want that yeah. association that it wouldn't think at some point it would become a problem. Mm-hmm. And then there's also, uh, there was uh, cartoonist Alex Schumacher who said he wasn't excited and wasn't that enthused about this. He's like, oh, look, another company exploiting and catering to only established names. He goes, this doesn't help up and coming creators in the least which is what when i first started reading through this i was like oh could this be something like we could enter and do this sort of thing through them and right i don't know i kind of get that sense that it's like oh they like any big company they just want to try to cater to big names yeah big kids only so yeah you know again you 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 compared it to image uh yeah Hmm. It happens. But it happens maybe they every just now gotta, and then. They got to work through the years, and they got to work through the bugs. You never know. It might just take time. Every time, like uh, somebody who's creating great stuff for a publisher and and getting, especially increasingly, as we know, like almost nothing when those get turned into like millions and billion dollar properties. Yeah, if you have a way to make a good living while avoiding all of that, take it. Like for sure, yeah. take it. My God. James uh, Tinian the Fourth, because uh, he is leading Batman, and James Tinian the Fourth, yep. who should always have a big medal around his chest saying "Great name." Uh, I feel like that is something that he should do. Anyway, so he uh, obviously I feel again, like that got heavy after a while, but you know, you're his <laughs> boss. It, it could be like a plastic or a resin, and not like actual gold. If he, oh okay, he can okay. have like he can have like. He has the real one that he keeps locked up, and he has, like, a, a replica that he, he brings with him, because you can't risk that getting stolen or something happening to it. Or just a Flava Flav clock well, with that Well, on. that's good, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. One hand says great, the other one says name? Yeah, exactly. There we go. Gosh, he's not going to listen to this, but he really should. Um, anyway, yeah. so he obviously has his, he's, like, literally just leaving superhero comics entirely, as, as was, you know, part of this whole thing. This is something that came out, and there was some sort of, like, rumory connection that, like, you know, a lot of big changes are happening in the Batman comics, and then the guy who's in charge of those changes is like, bye bye um, mid-change, so it's <laughs> yeah. like, Yeah, there's big changes, all right. I wonder what will happen, and one thing that just happened, and I don't know if it was part of, like, his plan necessarily, but he's, like, kind of the Grandmaster of the Hickman-style Grandmaster of the Batman universe right now, basically. So that's interesting. But anyway, so uh, in case you haven't heard, and you probably have, because there were a lot of headlines. Uh, so Tim Drake, the third and one of the current Robins. Yes. Uh, sure. I, frankly, that's better than the alternative. I'll take it. Um, Tall Robin in a, in Batman... and short Robin. <laughs> uh, so in Batman Urban Legends number six, which came out uh, a week ago, um, which was written by Megan Fitzmartin and drawn by Belen Ortega. I believe I have those credits right i hope i do mm-hmm. um so part of that story basically he was asked out on a date by uh by uh, a, a young man and he has you know some history in his comic back in like the 2000s i think with like a so, former supporting character who sort of came back into some danger and then he just sort of realizes like oh i do actually and then uh so that sort of 
being reported as his his coming out story as as like bisexual or it isn't really spelled out in the story itself so that obviously got a lot of attention and then some and again the reason i don't know for sure because a lot of people a lot of people reporting on it are um have the angle of like either saying like oh he's coming out bisexual or gay but i think it was sort of uh, the writer herself said just said i wanted to pay tribute to the fact that sexuality is a journey to be clear, his feelings for Stephanie, as in Stephanie Brown the spoiler, have been and are 100% real, as are his feelings for Bernard. However, Tim is still figuring himself out. I don't think he has the language for it all yet. But I just found it interesting, and I quote that just because uh, some of the reporting I just found kind of interesting. Like, mostly it's just like, oh, he comes out as bisexual. It's like, that didn't actually happen in the story exactly. It's just like the first sort of, you know, like, He's, yeah, no, that's a, that's sure. a good point. Where he's like, he doesn't know, he doesn't know. He's, you know, yeah, that's, it's like he didn't you come out at all. Out. He just sort of like took a little dip into the pool. And if you're writing a young person, especially if you're writing a young person that nowadays, it's like yeah, there's a whole spectrum and scale. So I mean, trying to define yeah. that immediately seemed kind of fun, interesting. Um, of course, some you know, some were saying bisexual, mostly did. Some said, uh, I think Polygon said Robin comes out as gay, and it's just like, I mean, you really have to jump to the complete opposite side yeah. of a, a, a scale to come to that conclusion you have to assume that uh the reason why why certain outlets are are really going full on this is because it is it would be kind of a big deal yeah oh big time and it, it would be something something worth celebrating for a lot of people and it's like well okay so it's not there but you know it's not there yet or what we don't know and so we're we're going to speculate and we're going to try to make it sort of a, a celebratory thing yeah exactly if if not if not an yeah. accurate thing well yeah and i and i can definitely appreciate that the one the only one that i was sort of weird about was npr has an article where it says like bat the, t- the headline just says batman sidekick robin comes out it makes sense if you were paying attention and like starts off with like frederick wortham jokes and i'm like whoever wrote this article is like fucking what? Is 70 years old and just like <laughs> it was not not they, great they, yeah they've been well they're They've been reading Robin for 80 years, and they're like, when's it gonna happen? Yeah, exactly. And I mean, you know, it, it did. It did. That's good. Um, and of course, you know, along with it, there was a lot of controversy, I guess, or ginned up controversy, the usual outrage anytime this happens. Uh, yeah. And I read it. I read it. And I'm like, literally been reading, you know, Tim Drake. He's like, I love Tim Drake and Impulse and Superboy and that whole Young Justice crew was like very pivotal to me. And I'm just like, I read yeah. the story and I'm just like, yeah. Like, totally. Like, literally, there was speculation and, and like, fan canon, like, headcanon stuff going on literally since the 90s about stuff like this. So, I mean, mm-hmm. it's not a big surprise. And the story actually handled it well. It wasn't... Well, I think there's there's that sort of fan speculation literally about every character. Oh, big time, yes, <laughs> At yes. At some point. Oh, 100%. Yeah. I mean, like, this one pretty pretty well reasoned. There was plenty of material that uh, yeah. to back this one up. So, I mean, like... Yeah. If you're going to act like this is like a, you know, forced diversity or something, I'm like, I, I don't think you know what the hell you're talking about. This makes perfect sense. Yeah. Welcome to the warm-up. Okay, uh, this week for the warm-up, I've got a little quiz for you fellas. For you guys, oh, it's a quiz. 
Wizard Girls. And in honor of us doing, uh, you know, spoilers for the main topic, we're doing a what if themed episode. Uh, so these are all uh, what if and Uatu the Watcher related questions. Oh, yeah. So, whoever, whoever gets what kind of wins, underwear does Uatu wear? None. I love that guy and his beautiful eyes. Owato is commando. You know it. Uh, uh, all right. So, question number one: Why do the watchers watch? There, there is a, there is a canon uh, reason for why they uh, they they don't do anything. They don't interfere. Why is that? Um, isn't it they did long long ago, and it became a disaster of some sort. They're trying to prevent, uh, like, bad multiverses from happening. Merc got closer, so he's going to get it. That They're Kang. Merc got closer. Uh, uh, so the answer is that they, they gave an alien race called the the Priscillicans, I think. They gave them, like, the knowledge of, uh, of atomic energy. And these aliens went on to use it to make a bunch of weapons and basically wipe themselves out. So the Watchers were like, okay, yeah. we like to watch. Don't do that. Yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> All right. Uh, we are the voyeur race. Yes. Question number two, goddammit. What issue did Uatu <laughs> first appear? Oh. Uh, was it Fantastic Four number four? No, eight. Annual number one. 28. Annual? 36. <laughs> it could be. Nobody's getting it. it. was number 13. That happens in an annual. It was number 13. Uh, yeah, it was a standalone story about the human torch and nobody gave a shit. That should have been an annual. So, oh, it was a standalone story about the human torch and a walk no, was, was just watching no, the, it? The, the made up <laughs> annual. Yeah, like, there we go. He's so yeah. hot. Yeah. Oh my God. He's doing a good he job is. working on that car. Oh man, he's. Look at those tight abs. He's just in his garage oh. listening to, like, you know, the Beatles or something. Like, that's... <laughs> oh, yeah. Steely Dan? Flame was on. that... That was... No, oh. not Steely Dan. No, not quite yet. Not Steely quite yet. Steely Dan. All right. Uh, so, here's another one. This is the third one. What was the first issue of What If? What was it about? Uh, Finish what this. Spider-Man. 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 It didn't... <laughs> we started... We both got there, and I was just like, me first. <laughs> <laughs> did you just keep Spider-Man? What if Spider-Man Spider-Man? Uh, Spider what if Spider-Man had stayed with the Fantastic Four? No, I, I heard it? him like crossing the finish line before I did, so I decided to just start yelling Spider-Man. <laughs> I'll just I'll give it to you both. How about that? It's fine. It's yeah. So what if Spider-Man joined the Fantastic Four? More than Four? fair. Okay. Fair enough. Too fair. Right. Next up, name two people. Who have taken Uatu's place as the Watcher? Nick Fury. There's one. And Stan Lee. I don't know about that second one. I mean, <laughs> the Watcher's in heaven. Steve Buscemi. <laughs> the Watcher's son. Lil Watchy. Watcher Junior. Lil Watchy. Uh, I'm Gary Busey. I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it to Merc because he got one. Uh, another another uh, acceptable true. answer. Machine Man in uh, Earth X. Ah, oh, oh, right, 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 okay. Well, right. So, I'm very mad at myself now. Final final question, and this is the question worth all the points. That's how this game... <laughs> what? This is, why did the I all, answer anything it, else? Uh, you know, just padding for time, basically. Fucking stupid. All right. <laughs> all right. What, what need to do. are the Watchers, like, you know, like the cards, the, uh, were they top deck or were they Fleer? I think they're top deck. 
I like the trading cards. Okay. We've we've looked at them many a time. Uh what are yeah. the what are the watcher's stats yep. on there? So you've got intelligence, strength, speed, energy, projection, and fighting skill. What are his stats? What do you think? Can I go find the card? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> right? I'm gonna let you go first. What? Because because <laughs> you're gonna let someone else answer first. All no, right. no, you're you're both whatever. gonna answer, and whoever's closer whatever. gets to win, and this, whoever doesn't gets this, to lose. We we need we oh, need okay. we need a number for each one, though, right? Yeah, that's what I want. Okay, so I want you to give speed, me those strength, uh, energy, projection, and fighting skills. Oh boy! And what what's the scale? That's uh, one to seven. I'm gonna go with uh, intelligence seven, speed okay. one, S- strength one, energy projection. He's got a three. Fighting skills, absolutely one. As low as it gets for those. Okay, what do you think, Merc? Okay, uh, for intelligence, I say six. Speed, mm-hmm. three. Strength, three. Energy projection, four. And fighting, one. Oh. Oh my god, is it literally in the middle now, of this? Now you're screwed, are you? <laughs> you're like, wait a minute, you each kind of got... A bit, and I don't know how to. No, no. I mean, score this. Well, it's the thing. Like, do I go with oh. like who got more right or who got more closer? Because if it's who got more right, Bry got more right, but Merc got more close because <laughs> his actual stats, his actual stats, intelligence, strength, speed, energy, projection—they're all sevens. Fighting skills a one. Everything else is a seven. Really? Yeah. Really? I mean, I so, guess my first hint should have been that he's got that giant honking head, so he has to be pretty strong to hold that up naturally. <laughs> well, I should have known. I, That's just right. the strength of his neck, his neck muscles are amazing. If you get caught in the nape of his neck, he could crush you. And with and they they counted speed as a seven because he can teleport. So. Because I don't think he's really that fast. Oh, that's fast. baloney, baloney. That's different. But whatever, I'll guess I have to accept it. I'm very upset about this. Anyway, everybody wins. It's your game, man. <laughs> the, hey! the winner is you, the listener. What if everybody yeah. won? Probably not, though. What if we went on to the next segment? What if every episode? Well, good idea. Every issue. Exactly. All Welcome to the the main what if segment, and this is obviously if you haven't clued in, uh, it's because the new Disney animated show What If has now finally hit the airwaves. Has I and we haven't even we have not even mentioned this no. to each other yet. Have either of you watched this I, yet? I haven't. The first yeah, episode is it. out. No, I haven't. I watched it. Yeah, I, I, I thought I it was okay. Quite liked it. I yeah, I, I quite enjoyed it. I'm sorry to ruin the bit. If you like, I'll take my microphone off uh, for my headphones, rather. My headphones off. <laughs> no, 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 no. We talk about it. We don't actually no, need no, to no, talk no, about no, it. No, I, no. You know what? You no, know what? No. There's nothing no, you really no, got to no. talk about. No, it's fine. I'm just going to walk into the sea now. I can't believe Hugo Weaving came back. <laughs> it's just a fun what if story. <laughs> I know. Yeah, he came back and he was like, Especially Fuck. as. Need the mo- as Hugo Carter? needs the money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, the same face though. Uh, I did really like the animation though. I wasn't sure just from previews. I'm like, kind of looks interesting, but I it looked interesting. I, I enjoyed it. It's something different. It's not here's your standard thing. So 
I enjoyed it. But it's like it's like mocapy and kind of cell shadedy, right? Like kind of that. A little bit, yeah. 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 But you know, all right. But anyways, what we're doing today on the episode is we're each gonna post a couple of goofy what ifs and we're gonna kind of riff off that. We're gonna have our own uh our own ideas for wacky what if stories. Who wants to go first? Now, now, boys, don't all volunteer at once. All right, I'm going to go first then. Yeah, do so it. I support your my, my what My what if is what if the vision was built by Microsoft or Apple? Ooh. Well, I mean, if he were built by Apple, it would be all white again. Ah. That's true. Yeah. Oh, he'd have the little symbol on his chest. Mm-hmm. Too. He'll go back and forth. He'll go back and forth pretty much forever. Getting slimmer and slimmer as he goes. And when you turn him on, you'd go, oh. <laughs> but also bigger? Yeah, weirdly. Weirdly. <laughs> bigger but thinner. He gets shorter, but his cape gets longer. Oh, weird. And it just gets awkward. He gets this big collar. He's like, I don't know what's going on here. Um, increasingly flustered Bettany face on everyone. I love it. <laughs> you have to keep restarting him. <laughs> he keeps getting like the, the blue screen face of death. For God's sake. Ooh. He just says the same thing over yeah, and over yeah. again. More agitated. We're really bringing the emotions out of him. How many USB ports? And where are they located? And are there several visions? Is there the vision and the vision air and the... Uh, <laughs> yeah. Vision, I don't know what else. Newton. <laughs> it is It is time for white vision. It is time for white vision because I feel like vision used to come with emotions preloaded, but now you have to like buy that in the store. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it's ever since he became subscription based. Yeah. So you have to pay every year so that he's u- otherwise he's just totally unusable. He has no emotions, and he he's basically just a dishwasher. Maybe. Frankly, frankly, if you put that in his contract, he's actually pretty smart. Yeah. I mean, and we could all use a dishwasher. <laughs> yeah. Right. True. He is he is incompatible with other synthesoids, though. Uh, like, it just doesn't work. Yeah, it's fair. Yeah, exactly. No, for sure, you can't. You didn't download specific songs onto your vision but they keep playing when you're driving around by bluetooth and you're like i didn't put this song on my vision why is it yeah. playing and you can't get rid of it and you don't want that song on your vision and it sucks it's, it's not just songs it's like he he downloads accents oh, and yeah. sayings yes so they just automatically why are you irish why is the vision irish now? i was thinking with, with the song function is he just singing the songs is it just vision carrying around like a, a little karaoke yeah. thing? Oh, I like yeah, I, I think like so. That. I think so. Yeah, some songs he just can't really pull off, so you don't want that on your vision. Mm-hmm. Also, he's running really slow but, because he is just full of podcasts, and you specifically told your vision not to download podcasts, but it is anyway. <laughs> yeah, uh, and he did. He got the Windows Eleven update, and now his disc just goes to a hundred percent, and he just like walks. Why he's really slow. Oh, is he walks this your in vision? And just mumbles. This is my vision. That's yes. yeah. That's exactly my vision. Would you like? You ask Vision a question. He's like, "Would you like me to check Bing on Windows Edge?" And you're like, "Absolutely not. No, thank you. I'd rather not know." How does this keep getting installed? <laughs> you keep eating this. But then you have that asshole friend who's like, "Uh, my vision is open source." Oh, God. That's the worst vision of all. Oh, Lysian? Mm. <laughs> yeah. I know this vision. It's a Unix system. Vinux. Bri, I want you to go next. Okay. 
I'll go next. Uh, I'm already throwing off our game a little bit because I'm not... My, this one isn't really a joke joke. I mean, you could make it a joke if you really wanted to. I have a joke one, and that's coming up next, but I just didn't want to lead with it. So uh, yep. my question is, what if Wolverine was one of the Phoenix Five instead of Cyclops? As you'll recall, the Phoenix Five were five mutants who absorbed uh, the Phoenix Force during, I don't know, was it like Avengers versus... Who, it, a crossover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was during a crossover. Like, they were trying to stop the Phoenix Force from getting to, like, Hope Summers or something. Whatever. But uh, a big part of that is that Cyclops, with the Phoenix power, uh, killed Professor X, who stayed dead for a little while, which is really all you can expect these days. That's a, that, that means a right. lot. So what if instead uh, Wolverine got chosen? The Phoenix was just like, I don't want Cyclops. I want Wolverine. And Wolverine became part of the Phoenix Force. What would happen? I think uh, Professor X would have got killed sooner. Yeah. <laughs> And everyone would have said what a good job Wolverine did, and now they're very proud yep. of him. Good for yep. killing that yep, horrible, exactly. horrible man. And Cyclops is like, but, uh, uh, it's like, get out of here, jerk. Oh, Bub, you messed with my head. Yeah. Cyclops literally did Hot nothing, cause. and so just Hot like, you're out of here. Get lost. Yeah, and uh, either yeah. way, Wolverine would end up with the school after that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. As, as the beloved murderer headmaster, everyone loves him. Yeah. The headmersterer. Cyclops is, like, living in an old shack out in, like, the woods. And everybody you know? hates him. And Everyone he's still public him. enemy number one. Because <laughs> he's such a dick. Instead of, like, the Daily Bugle being, like, terrorist murderer, it's just, like, this fucking guy. And you have him, like, just, like, scrounging for food. No one will even, like, he can't go into a grocery store. They just hate him. You didn't kill Professor X, you stupid jerk. Why didn't you kill him when you had a chance? But if I did, you guys would have been mad. No, I'm pretty sure we wouldn't have been mad. <laughs> well, that concludes that chapter. Thank you very much. All right. All right. We're still, we're still uh, bitter about that story. Cool. Yeah. I mean, that was stupid. It was stupid. Um, okay. What if when Reed Richards uh, removed the symbiote from Spider-Man, it attached itself to... Not the Human Torch, that doesn't make sense. I just wrote, attached itself to the Fantastic Four, but I didn't decide which member. <laughs> oh. oh. What if it so attached itself? to choose. Yeah. Herbie. Herbie. Now together with Herbie the Robot, the newest member of the group, they have become the greatest team of superheroes the world has ever known. It attached to Herbie. And then what? Uh... You would have the best version of Herbie. Yeah. Hanover. Every now and then he's like, I'll eat your brains. Herbum. But no, just every now and then. <laughs> just like black stuff it just gooping out of Herbie. It just looks like, oh, a robot is like leaking oil all over the place. Yeah. Or it, you it's need just, to clean it's up just, your... Uh, it's Herbie with like a cool leather duster. <laughs> he's got a leather jacket from the 50s. He's yeah. the fawn. Her shade just pops him down. Herbie has like, the fawn. Just symbiote shade. Herbie's the dreamiest. Yeah, I like that. That's better than my right. only thought. My only thought was it would go to Sue, and she's like the most powerful, but like also kind of the most restrained a lot of the time, and she'd go darker than Spider-Man or Eddie Brock ever could. <laughs> but Herbie's more fun, so Herbie is our champion. <laughs> <laughs> and I was thinking, my first thought was Reed Richards, and I was like, well, oh, it's a, it's a stretchy thing going on to a stretchy guy. It'll make him double stretchy. And that yeah. was nothing. Mm -hmm. So, 
I, Kirby is the champion. He just becomes liquid. Listen, yeah. it'll it'll be an action figure. He's a liquid computer. Soon. Yeah. It'll be an action figure soon enough, and that's what it deserves to be. You got extra parts, or you making it? Uh, no, I'm going to hold off on that one. I don't know about that. Is he going to have, like, a weird tendril lab coat? That'd be pretty good. Sure. Yeah. All right. It's well, a cool gonna... jacket. Maybe I'll build that figure. Uh, what if on. Venom was a cool jacket? <laughs> uh, I believe there was There's a, an episode uh, title. There was an Archie parody of Venom where Dilton had a cool jacket, actually. Uh, the story was just called Denim. It was uh, a denim jacket. <laughs> So, uh, like that, that immediately came to mind. Uh, there you go. Now we all know that. I don't know if you're telling the truth or not. I am 100% telling the truth. Look it up. It's real. Oh, my God. You ring a bell and his pants fall Kyle, off. I, would, would I lie about Dilton? I don't think I would, Kyle. Did, at any point, does he say, we are dead? <laughs> no, I, I not that I recall. <laughs> I think it was a more milquetoast story about, like, he had a jacket that made him cool, and it was just a cheeky cover. Uh, which is disappointing. But I feel like if that That's story fair. got made years later and it was an official crossover, um, they would have gone hog wild with it. Now they would go hog wild with it in the way it yes. deserves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But at yeah. the time, I don't think they were there yet. This was like dipping their toes in the pool. We should just do that on the side. That's and, the second time I've said dipping your toes yeah. in the pool in one episode. Continuing, moving on. <laughs> oh, better than dipping your fingers That's, in the pool. Yeah. Yeah. Ew. Or your face. Ah. Weird. All right. The next one, what if Fletcher Hanks created Captain America? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, yes. I... Oh, he'd be a, and, those, he'd have... and those who are not familiar yeah. with Fletcher Hanks, we check last week's episode. Yeah, we... Creator extraordinaire. We always do dramatic reads of his stuff. Just look, just Google Fletcher Hanks Stardust. Yeah. Or even just Fletcher Hanks comic. You'll see exactly yeah. what we and mean. And then right Google off. Fletcher Hanks, Captain America, and pray that nothing shows up. <laughs> <laughs> we because um, let me let me tell you, Fletcher Hanks creating Captain America, it, it would be like, I mean, very little would change. Uh, he'd still get in that that uh, he'd get shot up with Vita rays. Yeah, that, that feels like a very say. Fletcher Hanks sort of thing. Oh, hundred percent. Uh, he he, you know, he'd have mind. Flying powers. I want to say like you have like a shield. He might red, white, and blue energy wave, but I don't think there's any way that Fletcher Hanks would like do three colors in one tubular spatial. There's zero. Well, he'd have it would be red, white, and blue in one panel, and then the very next panel would be yellow, green, and red. The colors of the American flag. I like it. I like it. Uh, Yeah, he would just he would be a monster, and he would be huge, and he would just grab the red skull by the torso and just crush him. Yep. I mean that that very so. first cover of a Captain America comic where he's where he's popping old Hitler one. He would just you know be crushing his head with his hand. Yeah, just crunch. I think so. Yeah, I think one story would definitely be that a, a little boy like shared his candy with somebody else, and uh, Fletcher Hanks. I guess this is before the Red Scare, but I mean, I feel like it would fit right in. Fletcher Hanks, Captain America, would just be like communism, and like would bring the boy into space and just let him float out there forever. As his, uh, mm. as his moral punishment. And then take his candy. Be like, you should have just kept it for yourself, Billy. Now it's now it's Captain America's candy. It's there Candy it America. <laughs> and then he'd have, like, somebody like Sharon Carter in there, and every time she gets mad, she just gets, like, skull the face. skull face. Oh, I like oh, it. And just her head would, her head would float around. Oh! <laughs> that's, uh, 
that was cut out of uh, her adventures in Madripoor, actually, in the show. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really, she does have a skull face. You're right. Yeah, I mean, don't we all? Don't we? really? If you think about it, it isn't Phantom just Man. being honest, where all, the rest of us are lying. That's right. That's right. She says a lot about the human condition and large panthers so and the large, large panther condition. Huge panthers. Yes. Mm. All right. Uh, my second question is: What if John Byrne kept writing Hellboy for the entirety of its run? Because John Byrne like scripted the first uh, Hellboy story. Yep. And then That's it was right. uh, all, all Mignola all the time, baby. But what if um, John Byrne was a 50% creative partner in Hellboy for the entirety of its run? <laughs> I don't think I would have liked I it as much. I think both of them would be dead. Yeah. <laughs> I think Mignola would have killed him. <laughs> what? How come? <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, I, I feel like the, you know, like the Hellboy and Liz Sherman romance in the movies, which wasn't really in the comics, really. No. Uh, That would have happened, but you'd also be a little bit uncomfortable wondering how how old Liz Sherman is. <laughs> I hope in adult. That's fair. Fair enough, fair enough, yeah. That's fair, that's um, fair. Taking, taking horrible shots. Listen, he shouldn't have done mm-hmm, what he did mm-hmm. with Reed and Sue. But anyway... I think he would have, uh, it would have become much more superhero-like. Yeah. Byrne would have just in- totally embraced the superhero edge to it and just... I think Hellboy would have talked to the audience a lot more. And he would have had a cape. Yeah. Mm. And a mask. A big, weird, stupid cape. Yeah. The, uh, the, the BPRD gang would have been a lot quirkier, I think, with a lot more silly accents. It would have been more of like, a you know, a bunch of bunch of stereotypes in some way kind of being a team i mean like that just goes back to you know before his writing but i mean it, it, that would continue yeah it'd be like a weird alpha like, flight what if, kind of a thing this guy keeps saying a it <laughs> stayed as a character affectation for the 40 years afterwards good luck agent hellboy you will learn to obey me follow protocol and stay focused at all times ape sapien has like wears like a toque and is drinking a beer all the time that's yeah I mean, that's a, that's an Ape Sapien for me. It would be like the BPRA. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, what if uh, what if Clint Barton stayed dead? <laughs> well, I mean, he died in he died in disassembled, right? True. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. I and was like, he, at which and point? And then he I died think. again. And then, like, he came back in House of M, and he died again there. But then he came back again. What if he just died? Would anyone notice? Um. It, Oh, the, the sunglass hut would have sold sold one la- uh, less pair of sunglasses around the time the movie came out, and they changed his look. Mm. That's about <laughs> it. But that was the one sale they needed to stay in business. So uh, unfortunately, the sunglass hut is uh, it went under. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, that's a nice waveform. Yeah, I think very little would have changed. There's lots of other people. Kate Bishop would have probably shown up pretty much the same time. Yeah, uh, he was dead. Yeah, so we still have a Hawkeye. There we go. And she might have, you yeah. know, Kate Bishop might have been in the movies. She could have been in the pictures. Yeah, she will be. In the moving pictures. I mean, I love Hawkeye, but, uh, oof, that sucks, but it's true. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, who else died during it's that? It was, uh, it was Jack of Hearts and uh, Scott Lang, I think. Nobody else died. Vision, Vision got torn in half. Oh, or... that's right, Vision. Yeah, yeah, yeah she yeah. helped tore him in half. I never read Disassembled. I'm it good. It sucks. It's not good. I mean, I, I did. I, I didn't it? mind it. I at the time, I didn't mind it. I I haven't revisited it, but yeah, it's 
It you was know, a thing. I have. Yeah. That's my thing with Bendis. Is I often like Bendis. I like Bendis at his best. But like when Bendis is just like writing eight hundred books a month. Yeah. But speaking of is, which, this whatever, is complaints from is like over a decade ago. Is he still at DC? He is. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. I I've, haven't seen or heard he's anything. He's doing like he's a doing. checkmate book. He's I don't know. He's doing uh, he's doing Justice League. I think he's writing Justice League. Oh, is he? Okay. Yeah. He's also Superman now. I don't think I've read Fire anything Fire. of his DC stuff. Either have I. I read a bit. I know some I mean, of it's good. I know you. I know you've you've told me some good stuff, but I just haven't. I don't read a lot of that's DC, fair. and that's fine. This is a what if episode. The uh... <laughs> what if I read DC? <laughs> Anyways, who are we? Well, I'm Kyle, who loves reading DC. Uh, always have, always will. You know, it, it's it's my it's my thing, and I love it. Uh, you can check me out at thekylees.com or thekylees on Instagram or Facebook or whatnot. Again, love that DC. Mm. Delicious comics is what I call them. <laughs> and I am Merc. They call me Annual Merc because that's all I read. Because uh, I like to really keep on top of the stories by reading the annuals. Because that's where they encapsulate everything. Mm-hmm. To hell with the rest of the stories. Yeah. Uh, you can find me at MerkAsylum.ca. M-E-R-K-A-S-Y-L-U-M.ca. Merk on Facebook. Merkanaut like astronaut on Instagram. And that's about it. Hey, hey, hey Merk. You want to read some DC annuals? Yes! Great. Brian, go ahead. That was it. <laughs> you know, I'm really glad we did this. Uh, uh, hi, I'm Bry, Um, And as everybody knows, I, I am a Hulk. No no connection to Kyle reading DC, I wouldn't assume. And this is a very natural thing to be happening. Uh, so I'm green. Um, otherwise, I pretty much look the same. I'm just extremely weak. Extremely weak, increasingly weak. I don't feel very good. But you can check out my comic at welcometohereafter.com. Uh, or you can check out B-R-Y-K-O-T-Y-K on Instagram. I'll be fine. You'll be fine. All good. Gamma Hulk radiation. Gamma radiation. That's nothing. All right. Uh, big thanks, as always, to uh, Ocean City Defender, the video game, not the band, for making our music. Because it's... Right? Does that make sense? Because in this... <laughs> in this continuity... In this... In this continuity, in this uh, KP Merkley is uh is a sentient video game and not a man and they make our music that you hear throughout the show yeah why is anyone surprised yeah. by that it's a, the normal thing that you should expect yep <laughs> how, how are those dc comics kyle oh they're the best you know i call them delectable comics <laughs> and i know a couple minutes ago i said they were delicious comics <laughs> mm, they're both Mm. 